Welcome to the Herbarium of the Bazaar, a collection of strange and spooky plants. I'm your host, Meredith Hemphill. Picture a mushroom. Does it have a red cap with white spots? That's like the stereotypical mushroom, isn't it? It's the Mario mushroom. It makes Alice taller and smaller in Alice in Wonderland. It's used as a design for all sorts of things. I have a matching necklace and earrings with little red and white mushroom charms. Today, I'm going to talk about that mushroom, which has somehow become the mushroom. A mycological icon, if you will. Its name is Amanita muscaria, also known as the fly agaric. Amanita muscaria is native to temperate and boreal forests in the northern hemisphere although the timber trade has now spread them worldwide. This is because, like many forest mushrooms, they are symbiotic with trees. The primary hosts for Amanita muscaria are birch trees, but fly agaric isn't picky and will partner up with many trees, including pine, spruce, and fir. When mature, the mushrooms have a white stipe or stem and a red or orange cap with white spots. The spots are left over from a white veil of tissue that covers the young mushroom, so they can actually rub or wash off. The caps usually grow to between one and a half and eight inches in diameter, or four to 21 centimeters, but they can be larger. They are quite striking mushrooms, made more so by the time of year they appear. Amanita muscaria fruits, or puts out mushrooms, from late summer to early winter. So while most of the forest understory is turning brown and dying back, out pop these bright red mushrooms. But they aren't just a pretty face. Fly agaric has some very interesting chemistry, and humans have been taking advantage of it for thousands of years. Fly agaric mushrooms still influence modern culture in ways that may surprise you. But let's start with the chemistry. If you have heard of Amanita muscaria before, then you have probably heard that they are hallucinogenic, or that they're poisonous. Both are true. There are three chemicals produced by Amanita muscaria that are primarily responsible for its effects on the human body. Ibotenic acid, mucimol, and muscarine. Ibotenic acid is present in the greatest amount, up to 70 milligrams in an average-sized mushroom cap. Ibotenic acid gives Amanita muscaria its nickname, fly agaric. This chemical is both attractive and poisonous to houseflies. It used to be common practice in Europe to leave out bowls of milk with pieces of Amanita muscaria crumbled up in it to kill flies. In humans, Ibotenic acid activates glutamate receptors in our brains. It excites the central nervous system, making people energized, euphoric, agitated, and confused. Fly agaric mushrooms produce about a tenth as much mucimol as ibotenic acid, but it is about ten times more powerful. Mucimol activates GABA receptors, making it a central nervous system depressant. You might think that would mean the mucimol and ibotenic acid would cancel each other out, but they don't. Both psychoactive effects happen at the same time, 
Mucimol promotes sedation and hallucination. Amanita muscaria is classified as a deliriant hallucinogen because people under its influence don't perceive their altered perceptions as hallucinations. Everything seems real. Muscarine gets its name from Amanita muscaria, from which it was first isolated. It is present in tiny amounts, only about 0.02% by dry weight, but it has very noticeable and generally unpleasant effects when the mushrooms are consumed. Nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, drooling, sweating, crying, fatigue, and a slow heart rate. Despite the drawbacks, humans have been consuming fly agaric for thousands of years, especially in Northern Europe and Asia. Those who ingest Amanita muscaria usually fall into a deep sleep and experience hallucinatory visions. Feelings of relaxation, euphoria, and a dreamlike state accompany the experience, although loss of coordination and blurred vision, not to mention all the unpleasantness that comes with muscarine, are part of it too. The effects begin within 30 to 90 minutes, and while the trip usually lasts 8 to 24 hours, it can go on for several days. Shamans in numerous cultures would use the fly agaric as a ritual aid to connect with the spirit world. Human use of Amanita muscaria in Siberia dates back to before people crossed the Bering Strait to North America. In all that time, people came up with some creative ways to have a better experience. Reindeer love these mushrooms. It's unclear if they get any kind of buzz from them, but some reindeer herding cultures discovered that drinking the urine of reindeer who ate the mushrooms gave them the high without most of the negative side effects. Well, you know, except for the fact that you had to drink reindeer pee. Or, in other cultures, human pee. The same trick works with humans. So, sometimes, the shaman would eat the mushrooms, and other members of the group would drink their urine. We now know that ibotenic acid and mucimol are very poorly processed by the human body, and apparently the reindeer body too. So most of those two chemicals is excreted in the urine unchanged. Allegedly, these psychoactive components of Amanita muscaria can go through three or four people before losing their potency. Like many traditional practices, the use of Amanita muscaria in shamanism has declined significantly, but it is believed that these rituals have lingering influences in modern culture, specifically on certain wintertime traditions. Where fly agaric mushrooms were commonly gathered, it was typical to string them up and dry them near the hearth in the winter. To this day, garlands of various fruits of nature, popcorn, cranberries, orange slices, are hung up as winter decorations in Europe and North America. The white-spotted red mushrooms even became a common Christmas symbol themselves, made into ornaments and printed on Edwardian and Victorian-era Christmas cards. 
I'll post some examples of those on Instagram. It gets wilder, though. Ever thought it was strange that Santa's sleigh is said to be pulled by flying reindeer, of all things? Well, remember how much reindeer love these hallucinogenic mushrooms? And dreams or hallucinations of flying are a common experience with fly agric intoxication. Santa also leaves brightly colored packages under evergreen trees, the same place you can often find the brightly colored Amanita muscaria in the forest. Let's not forget how I said at the top that Amanita muscaria is considered poisonous too. Fatalities from fly agaric poisoning are very rare, but it can happen. These mushrooms have powerful effects on the central nervous system, and overdoses are dangerous. Severe poisoning can lead to coma and, in those rare cases, heart and respiratory failure leading to death. Poisonings can either come from people intentionally consuming the mushroom for its hallucinogenic effects and ingesting way too much, or from mistaking fly agaric for a non-psychoactive edible species. You might think this wouldn't happen with such a distinctive looking mushroom, but it does. The European Journal of Case Reports and Internal Medicine reported on a man who gathered Amanita muscaria mushrooms, thinking they were the edible mushroom Amanita caesarea, which looks similar, but doesn't have the white spots. When he washed the mushrooms, the white spots came off, as I mentioned they can, seeming to confirm his identification. He ate 13 mushroom caps, about 12 more than you need to achieve liftoff, and spent four days in the hospital. His wife helped his doctors figure out what happened, and he was alright. There is no antidote to fly agaric poisoning just activated charcoal and symptomatic treatment until it runs its course. Since even a heavy rain can sometimes wash the spots off of Amanita muscaria, these mistakes are not that hard to make. A paper published in Slovenia stated that 90% of mushroom poisonings there were from accidentally ingesting Amanita muscaria that was mistaken for Amanita caesarea. Any trip is a bad trip when you weren't expecting it. So be very careful if you like to forage for mushrooms. There are some places where fly agaric is regarded as edible in its own right, but only after careful preparation. Traditional recipes usually call for boiling the mushrooms and then discarding the water. The psychoactive chemicals are water soluble, so they go out with the hot water. A Japanese recipe calls for drying the mushrooms soaking them in brine for 12 weeks, and then rinsing them multiple times before eating them. More work, but it accomplishes the same objective. Amanita muscaria is not among the pantheon of magic mushrooms because it doesn't contain psilocybin. More on that in future episodes. But it is pretty magical. It can make reindeer fly and transform Mario into Super Mario. Or maybe, like the ancients believed, it can help connect you to something beyond yourself.
Herbarium of the Bazaar is written, hosted, and edited by Meredith Hemphill. Our outro music, Spooky Evening, is by James Mylor. Find him on Pixabay. If you have questions, corrections, or topic suggestions, email us at herbariumbazaar at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at herbariumbazaar. You can find Herbarium of the Bazaar on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever quality podcasts are aired. Please rate and review. It really does help us out. Don't forget to hug a treat today. Thanks for listening.